0: cosmic christ podcast channeling the mind of christ with your host ascended master and enlightenment instructor reva christ theme music tears of joy by david Vesleyan Studios.com. Welcome to Channeling Christ. I'm Reva Christ, and we are on Season 2, Episode 12, The Science of Consciousness. The science of consciousness is also the science of the mind. Consciousness is a property of intelligence. Intelligence proves the existence of consciousness, and consciousness proves the existence of intelligence. The mind is actually a conscious impulse of intelligence inside an energy wave. When enough intelligent impulse energy waves join, these conscious intelligent impulses form the energy body of a spirit. And when this spirit comes to Earth to join with the seed of life, this spirit becomes the energy of life for the natural organic matter body, whether this natural organic matter body is one of the plant kingdom, the animal kingdoms, or the insect kingdoms. Even minerals radiate energy. Because minerals have energy bodies, though the energy body of minerals is much lower and denser than the energy bodies of insects, plants and animals. Plants, insects and animals all hold sentient minds within their energy bodies. Minerals do not hold sentient minds. This is astounding to humans who have been programmed to believe that their species alone is intelligent, but this is just the opinion of your human teachers and your human teachers do not understand the science of consciousness. Understanding the mind includes understanding consciousness that is pure in intelligence and full of the highest potential of all possibilities. Understanding the mind is also understanding natural intelligence that is full of the highest potential of all sentient intelligence that pertains to all natural, conscious, intelligent life on earth. It includes understanding the difference between the natural mind and natural information, and the unnatural mind and unnatural information. Understanding the mind includes understanding the highest potential of the mind while realizing the lowest potential that is already abundantly evidenced on Earth. Through the highest potential of the mind, there is a realization of liberation, emancipation, peace, stability, balance, equanimity, grace, hope, and the highest potential of all possibilities of intelligence. Through natural intelligence, all sentient intelligence can be known, including the gifts of prophecy, psychic ability, empathic ability, and telepathy. Through realizing the lowest potential of human thoughts on earth, poison, violence, oppression, limitation, destruction, divisiveness, inconsistencies in thoughts, irresponsibility, irrational thinking, unbalanced behavior, and psychosis is known. When the mind holds full comprehension of the science of consciousness, at the very least, it is educated in all choices, and it is no longer limited to just human thinking. I have a question for Jesus, so I ask. Jesus, I'm always asking personal questions about your mortal life. Did you ever think of death? While you were mortal, did you ever think that you would rather be with God than with mortals? The face of Jesus appears to me, and he looks amused and flushed, as if he is holding back a laugh. You are the only one that is interested in holding a personal conversation with me. And the only one who asks me intimate questions that probe my mind. Yes, I suppose in reflection, I did have thoughts. During my ministry with men on earth, I was frequently frustrated by mortal thinking and the lack of higher understanding and the propensity to even hold higher thoughts. In truth, I acted a lot like you do. We are almost a complete match in our attitudes toward the human species. Your sister is much more congenial and diplomatic than I ever was. I cared about human thinking and behavior, but man only cared about invention. And man's invention centered around combining natural substances to make unnatural substances and materials with which to build things, or it consisted of the building of machines and mining and farming to take from the land and sell the resources for monetary profit. There was no forethought or conscientious thinking. There still isn't even in your modern society. Man only advances his technology. He does not raise his intelligence, nor does he evolve intellectually. Artificial intelligence is not intelligence. It is artificial. Intelligence is natural. Intelligence is a science all its own. It is also a skill that must be learned and applied. If you are not taught to be intelligent and intelligence doesn't come naturally. You will never utilize intelligence. You will merely have man's opinions to go by and his practices, instructions, traditions, rules, and laws. But as these things are invented from man's thoughts, they will not necessarily hold intelligence. You have to examine the results of man's work in order to see if man utilized intelligence. It is because man is responsible for all human wars, human conflict, civil and domestic violence and the destruction of the planet that we know he is not intelligent an unbalanced mind does these things and an unbalanced mind holds no intelligence intelligence balances the mind I ask would you say you were intelligent as a mortal man Jesus replied I was divinely inspired so I held divine intelligence I was open to God's mind So I was open to my own higher mind. I was open to my alpha mind. My human mind did not like what it heard coming out of the mouths of men. And it also did not like their thinking or their behavior. I was as baffled as you by it. And then I asked myself all the time, Why don't they hold God's superior thinking? And it wasn't until I spent time learning about God's intelligence here in the afterworld that I found the answer. Man doesn't hold God's superior thinking, because he chooses his own invented thinking system that amounts to his opinions and theories. None of his information comes from higher sources. He does not receive information from his alpha mind. He invents information from his imagination according to the pleasure he receives from his carnal senses and his ideas about his flesh. God's information has nothing to do with humans or the human condition. Humans are unknown. God's information has to do with pure intelligence and the multidimensional conscious living intelligent universe that is all-inclusive of all universes of pure intelligence. None of this intelligence is human and those who are obsessed with humanness can never understand or relate to this. Those obsessed with humanness are only interested in their own humanness and humanness only pertains to the invention of a classification that a human made up. A human made up the word human as a classification of his own species, just as he made up words that classify all species. Man is constantly inventing words, updating his words, changing his words, and changing his definitions for his words. He invents names for everything, including illnesses, and he changes his diagnosis and his treatments for his diagnosis all the time. Intelligence does not change. It is stable. What is true today is true for infinity. But when man makes everything up on a whim, it is all guesswork, so there is no stability for his information. He doesn't function any better mentally than his computers do. He needs to update their programming as often as he has to update his own, and yet he considers himself an expert and an authority on his tenuous information. How is that so? How can anyone be an expert in change? Change is unpredictable. Change is unbalanced. The only certainty in change is that change is uncertain. But when thinking is uncertain and unstable, it is not intelligent thinking. There is no natural life form that came into the world wearing a manufacturer's label. Even the Homo sapien did not leave the womb of the humididae ape with a tattoo at the base of its neck saying, Homo sapien. Nor was there a tattoo saying, Human. Man made up the name human, just as he made up all the rest of his human information. There isn't one piece of information man received that was divinely inspired. Those who received divine inspiration were prophets, and they feared the wrath of mortal men, so they told those mortal men what they wanted to hear, so those mortal men would not, kill them. Man's entire existence is based on his imagination and the invention of information that pleased him. Intelligence has nothing to please. There is no human, there is no human identity, and there is no self. Intelligence pursues intelligence and then intelligence combines with intelligence to create intelligence. There is no person in intelligence that can imagine, invent or fabricate anything intelligence is not a human property intelligence is the living conscious life force of creation that is far superior to humans human thinking or human invention all life is born natural and natural life procreates natural life it has been this way since the beginning it has always been this way it has never not been this way until one natural life form decided to call itself human and it gave names to all the rest of God's creations and it claimed that it was superior to all of God's creations and it further declared that it was a God and it tortured enslaved and murdered anyone who said otherwise so all others and all tribes bowed down and gave this insane mind its way and this is why insanity leads the human race while intelligence is unknown. It does not make man's opinions any more valid just because all other men bow down to his opinions. Man's opinions are just his opinions. They are not intelligence. Life is not owned by any species opinion about it. And the life form that believes it owns life is believing in a fantasy that it conjured for itself. And he is forcing all others to believe in that same fantasy. And rather than face the wrath of the deluded mind, all other minds become deluded to join him. But the size of your fan base does not add validity to your opinions. The size of your fan base is merely an indication of how many minds are deluded like you are. The natural world is made of nature. All of nature holds natural intelligence. It lives because of natural intelligence. Natural intelligence is living consciousness, and natural living consciousness holds no human information or human delusions, nor does it hold opinions of any kind, human or otherwise. Natural conscious intelligence was created for the natural conscious living world of nature. Natural conscious intelligence was born from higher conscious intelligence that is the conscious intelligent life force that fuels natural intelligence and all natural, conscious, intelligent life forms in the natural, conscious, intelligent dimension that holds the natural, conscious planet Earth and the natural, conscious, intelligent living galaxies beyond the Earth's galaxy. The word human is an invention of the species that calls itself human, just as they invented all languages and all classification terms. But beyond their invention of language, and their destructive practices and their inventions of poisons and pollution they contribute nothing to the health and well-being of true life they do not even benefit themselves they poison themselves only the mind with intelligence is outside human thinking so intelligence sees the error of human thinking and it knows human thinking only pertains to human invention and all human inventions cause destruction. Human thinking destroys the human mind. Conscious intelligent life exists outside the confines of the prison of human thinking. There is a multidimensional conscious intelligent universe outside human thinking and it is full of natural intelligence and the conscious intelligence of the highest purest potential. But within the prison of human thinking, there is only human thinking, and all of this thinking is redundant, destructive, unbalanced, unstable, clinging, craving, desperate, dull, unenlightened, unawake, unaware, delusional, depraved, and psychotic. The conditions on your planet are proof enough that what I say is the truth. Sanity would not do what man does. Therefore, man is insane. I reply, thank you, my lord, for that enlightening dissertation. Mother has a dissertation of her own on consciousness. Mother says, The science of consciousness is not what you, as a human, interpret it to be. You have your ideas, and we, who form the intelligent elite society of the holy mind, that is also the whole mind of God, know a truth that is much higher than your mortal opinions and theories. We live in consciousness because we know consciousness is living intelligence and living intelligence cannot die. Living intelligence survives the mortal journey on Earth. Living intelligence survives the death of the mortal corpse. You cannot stand outside your own corpse and not know you are conscious. You cannot survive death and rise in the afterlife And not realize you are conscious intelligence. It is because of conscious intelligence you live. And it is through intelligence you can discern you are alive and aware. By what other power can you be aware you live when your own body lies dead? You live because intelligence is conscious. And what's more, conscious intelligence was the life force of your matter-shell. The body now decomposes, yet you, the identity, with all your knowledge, live. If this is true for you, it is true for all other natural life forms. For all natural life forms also decompose when they die. But while alive, they live, they breathe, they move, and they share a living purpose in the web of life to keep life flowing throughout the conscious intelligent living universe and the conscious intelligent planet. its birth. This is true of all plant life, insects, all animal kingdoms, and all the living elements of the living environment and the natural ecological systems that keep the earth alive and teeming with life. All are conscious, all are intelligent, and all are fueled with a conscious intelligent life force. You who live in flesh bodies on earth only know your opinions about your flesh. We, who live disembodied in the conscious universe of creation and the afterlife, know the science of consciousness. The same living conscious universe that houses the intelligent creator consciousness is the same universe that houses all consciousness in the afterlife, and it is the same universe that houses all consciousness of all living matter in the physical universe. It is all one to those who ascend to see it, and experience it. Only to the flesh perspective is life limited to the flesh, and this limitation is self-inflicted by your fear of the unknown. You are programmed by your human masters to believe that bravery and courage refer to killing. A hunter is brave and courageous. A soldier is brave and courageous. You are programmed by your human masters to fear the unknown secrets of intelligence because intelligence will set you free from mortal opinions and your masters need you enslaved to their opinions so you will serve their conquests of all lands, all waterways, all airwaves and skywaves. Your masters want you enslaved to their commercial enterprise and the human economic grindstone. But intelligence is not a commercial property, nor is it based on the economy. It is also not a property of war or killing. Intelligence is the creator of life. It is the only life. All life, everywhere. It is not human, animal, vegetable, mineral, plant, tree, or insect. It is not air, water, or land. And yet, intelligence is the creator of all. Intelligence is conscious. Consciousness is a property of intelligence. Without intelligence, there would be no consciousness. Consciousness does not exist of its own power. Consciousness exists due to the presence of intelligence. You, as mortals, misunderstand intelligence because you only see it through your human ideas and inventions. You believe humans invented intelligence, but again, this is only your mortal opinion and as your mortality is limited to your flesh, so your opinions are limited to your mortality. Intelligence is not mortal. Intelligence is immortal. Intelligence does not wear flesh. The body of intelligence is composed of pure astral energy that is empty of a human identity and human information yet it is full of the highest potential of all the highest possibilities. There are many stages of consciousness. Awake consciousness is alive and open consciousness, and it is through awake consciousness that all consciousness flows. Awake consciousness is experienced through the Alpha Mind in the first stage of ascension. The second stage of Consciousness is Aware Consciousness. Aware Consciousness flows through Awake Consciousness, bringing the highest potential of the highest possibilities. The third stage of Consciousness is Sentient Consciousness. Sentient Consciousness brings all Conscious Awareness alive in the mind that receives Sentient Awareness. The first stage is God Consciousness, and it is God Consciousness that creates all of the stages through conscious impulse creation. The intelligence of creation lives in the impulse astral energy, and this intelligence makes the impulse awake and conscious. The awake conscious impulse gives birth to other awake conscious impulses astral genesis reproduction. The original splits itself to form a second impulse and the second splits itself to form a third and so on. This does not injure the intelligence in the impulse because the intelligence cannot die and neither can the impulse that holds it or the energy that produces it. It is the second generation of awake impulses that gather to become aware impulses. The first awareness is the awareness of like impulses. From the second generation impulses come all impulse potentials of awareness. Sight, sound, touch, taste, smell, feelings, emotions, all the analytical intelligences all empathic intelligence and all psychic intelligence. All impulse waves of awareness gather to create everything there is to be aware of, and all of these waves create the matter universe, so all possibilities of awareness may manifest in a multidimensional universe of conscious, intelligent impulses. The physical universe is a multidimensional conscious intelligent environment of life that is awake, alert and aware. However, not all life forms are awake, alert and aware to the same degree. Sentient life is sensitive and the sensitivity in sentient life denotes the highest intelligence and the highest potential for intelligence. Plants, insects, and animal kingdoms are sentient, and all are conscious and intelligent. Man is not the only sensitive creature. As a matter of fact, since man turns away from his own sentience and his own sensitivity in order to pursue violence and destructive conquests, man has actually dulled his senses, so his awareness is more limited than the animal kingdoms, and in many ways it is even more limited than the plant kingdom for plants and animals are sensitive to weather changes and geological changes in the earth's crust way before storms or earthquakes appear and man is completely oblivious of these things until his weather machines and his seismology equipment registers these things yet if man had not turned away from his own sentience He would know these things through his own intelligent senses. He would not need machines to do his sensing for him. In addition, animals sense the feelings and emotions of other animals and of people. Where many people are desensitized completely toward animals, they are merely a food source or an entertainment commodity, a coat or a pair of shoes of a body to experiment on. These things reveal the death of the mind's potential to be sensitive and when the potential in the mind dies, so the mind dies. There is no life in it, which is why it turns dull. The science of consciousness is not a flesh science. It is an astral science. Astral material refers to the material of consciousness. You might say astral material is pure, conscious, spirit material. Pure, because it is absent of any information pertaining to the mortal journey on Earth. Pure, because it is absent of a human identity and human information. However, even the spirit was created from astral intelligence. Conscious astral intelligence is the first and the one creator of intelligent life. Astral intelligence is the first life form and the creator of all other life forms. Astral intelligence is a body of the purest conscious energy and the purest conscious intelligence lives in the impulse in that pure conscious energy. It is the conscious intelligent impulse that radiates energy and the pure conscious impulse moves through wave motion, energy wave motion. Conscious intelligent energy waves are the first energy waves. And these waves are undetectable by man's instruments, unlike the Earth's sound waves, the Earth's gravity waves, her seismic waves, human brain waves, and so on. As pure conscious intelligent astral energy moves, so it also produces pure white light and this light cannot be detected by man's instruments. The motion of pure conscious intelligent astral energy impulses expands and contracts, breathing life and light into the empty universe, so the universe expands in intelligence. The pure white life of living astral intelligence is the light of life. This is the creator. This is the Creator's appearance. It is not human, nor is it flesh. The science of creation is the science of pure astral impulse multiplication. The first pure intelligent astral impulse generated all other pure intelligent astral impulses and when these impulses combined spirit energy bodies of light are formed. These spirit energy bodies are conscious astral dimensions of light information held within the pure intelligent impulse of the wave of light. These spirit bodies are waves of pure undefined spirit. There is no body that you as a human would recognize. The body is pure white light. When these waves of white light intelligence combine the highest remains pure while the lowest is the purest form of astral gravity that forms astral magnetic cohesion to like astral waves. Here the white light is tinged with blue. Astral gravity is anti-gravity. Anti-gravity in a gravity environment causes things to rise. Anti-gravity in an anti-gravity environment causes like intelligent impulse waves to connect to one another. And this is exactly what happens in the astral universe. Astral gravity or anti-gravity waves combine, and the light is compressed so only a deep blanket of darkness can be seen and this deep blanket of darkness acts as the gravity belt between the astral spirit dimension and the physical dimension pure astral intelligent spirit waves pass through the gravity belt and the gravity causes compressed cohesion that causes pure astral intelligent impulses ...to explode into pure astral intelligent particles... ...in a brand new pure astral intelligent universe. The universe of pure astral intelligent matter. All matter is pure astral intelligent matter... ...because all matter is made of pure astral intelligence... ...and all matter radiates pure astral intelligent energy waves. Pure Astral Intelligent Energy is the life force of matter. The Pure Astral Energy Life Force and the matter are bound together until the matter dies and the Pure Astral Intelligent Energy is released. And that energy then returns through the gravity belt where it is realigned to anti-gravity so it can live in the Pure Astral Intelligent Anti-Gravity Universe of conscious creation this is the science of pure astral intelligent creation when the human impulse mind is released to the astral universe thoughts scatter due to the anti-gravity environment and then very slowly all thoughts of equal wave impulse combine and travel back to the source that held them the human identity this is how your memories play back in a repetitious loop. You will experience moments without memories and then your memories will come upon you. They will fade and you will begin again in a mental partition without memories for a time and then your memories will come back to you once again. For those who are open to their Alpha Minds on Earth, this same thing occurs. You will experience periods of flashback and periods without flashback. The more attached you are to your recordings, the longer you will stay within these recordings. The more you sever ties to your recordings, the less time you will spend with your recordings. For those of you who experience traumatic, painful, or disturbing memories of anger, violence, or distress, you will live in an intermittent loop of these things that is timed to coincide to your attachment to these things. If these things were your sole focus, your memory loop will be constant. Thank you, Mother, for that wonderful dissertation. The human identity ascends when it seeks communion with its higher mind. The human identity transcends when it seeks to transcend all invented human information in favor of experiencing pure alpha information. Transcendence takes place at each step where human information is overcome through processing the lower human information and releasing attachment to the lower human information. The transcended student that holds complete alpha knowledge is a master of transcendence. Complete alpha knowledge includes an understanding of conscious intelligence as the immortal life force and the immortal creator of all life. Understanding all dimensions of intelligent life from the pure and empty, the holy and divine to the natural and sentient to the invention of human information and the human identity. Understanding the connection between the higher alpha and the lower mortal and all of the laws of the transcendental universe are also a part of the knowledge held by a master of transcendence. Telepathic communication as a receiver and a sender, and astral experience in the astral world of consciousness round out the full education. Of the Master of Transcendence. Imagine darkness, the deepest, richest, blackest darkness you've ever known, with nothing to see, nothing to hear, nothing to smell, nothing to feel, nothing to taste or touch, and yet you feel alive for the first time. You are vibrant, exalted, enhanced, liberated, free, emancipated, sharp, clear, polished, refined, restored, awake, and aware. Suddenly, there is a glint of light in the blackness to your right, and then a glint of light to your left, and another glint of light straight ahead, and all at once an illusion appears. Or does it? It looks like a pane of glass, a fine, delicate, pure sheet of crystal glass that is so clean and so clear it is transparent yet it reflects glints of light on all sides. It seems the pane of crystal is moving, yet it is stationary at the same time. It expands and contracts, moving outward, obscuring more and more of the blackness with its shimmery glow, and then contracting. Can it be? Could this pane of perfect crystal light be breathing? Is this how the crystal creates light? You remember the laws of the universe, as above, so below. Every life form breathes life according to its natural design and architecture. Plants take in the sun and process its warming rays through photosynthesis. The waves move to the tides, forward and back. All animals breathe in and out through nose, mouth, gills, and even their pores. All of life holds a rhythm. All systems of life circulate, drawing in and releasing out into the universe. The lights catch your attention once more. Look at all the lights. There are millions of them, all pure white. They fill the area of your vision and the crystal pane continues to move gently and delicately, expanding and contracting. There is a thick belt of blackness below and you are drawn to this belt and suddenly you are inside the blackness and streaks of pure white light pass you on all sides. They are heading somewhere, and you want to follow, and you see a giant web of lights and fine gossamer threads as pure and clean as the crystal glass, and inside this amazing web is a world, a living universe filled with stars, planets, comets, asteroids, a solar and lunar star, and on one planet, closest to the solar star, there is light and heat. The closer you come, the more senses you have to experience. It is cold now, and very shortly you enter a living atmosphere of fresh oxygen. And as you descend, you see all the clean flowing water and the fertile green and yellow land in amazing shades of color. It is scintillating to the senses how much life there is. Every blade of grass, every flower and plant, every body of water every tree every bush every glen dale and meadow every mountain hill and valley there are flying insects birds all alive and their sounds also fill your senses the buzzing the humming the whistling the caws, and the chirping sounds and now you see the animals of every kind and all are enjoying the natural environment investigating with their senses and bathing in the sun and it seems you are one with all of these living life forms, as if you share a union of peaceful enjoyment that can only be described as the rejoicing of the birth of the natural world. The sun is warm, the air is clean and fresh, the water is clean and pure, and the land is clean and fertile. The insects pollinate the flowers, the animals sunbathe and graze. The birds sing, fly, and build their nests, and the beauty of all that is laid before you are breathtaking and glorious, for it is all held within the gossamer threads of crystal that were spun from the pure crystal pane that reflected millions of living lights as it breathed life into the universe. This is the closest I can bring you to having an ascended experience of God and creation. Through the pure, clean, natural world, God's science can be known. God's science is not found in human opinion, only natural sentience and natural sentient intelligence leads to God's science. If you do not have natural sentience, then you were not able to experience anything through the ascended illustration that I just gave you. Human opinions only lead to human ideas and human judgments and these things are conjured out of the human imagination. There are no natural senses in the human imagination. All of human thinking is embellished by the human imagination, and when you are lost in the human imagination, you may feel you are delighted, amazed, and intrigued with what you conjure. You may also feel excitement at your own power to fantasize, but you will not feel vibrant, exalted, enhanced, liberated, free, emancipated, sharp, clear, polished, refined, restored, awake, and aware Only the power of ascension can provide this experience, for the power of ascension is the power of the lower mind to rise out of the chains of its gravity thoughts to join with the astral intelligence of creation. Ascension is not a power of the imagination, and it is not fantasy. Ascension is a power of transcendence. The natural senses carry natural intelligence. There is no embellishment This is why it is so difficult to translate the ascended and transcended experience. The way the natural senses are experienced in your human mind is only the experience of your human opinion about them. But when you are ascended, and when you, as the human identity, transcend to join with the field of ascension, there is no human opinion or judgment anymore. There is only pure, radiant, natural, sentient intelligence that is free from the gravity of mortality and the is out of this world because it is literally not taking place within the mortal dimension. The ascended and transcended experience takes place in a higher dimension that is not mortal nor is it physical. It is a pure dimension of pure intelligence that is empty of all mortal information yet it is full of the highest potential of all the highest possibilities of intelligence the higher dimension that is sentient is pure without any human imagination or fantasy sentience is not imagined sentience is living intelligence sentience is a true life form the natural organic representation of sentience is merely the organic representation of the truth and to understand the truth You need to engage your natural sentient intelligence. You do not engage human opinions, human guesses, human judgments, or human thinking, for the human invention of these things is not a part of nature or nature's sentient intelligence. The human identity is a part of human invented information, and the invention of everything human came from the imagination of the species that calls itself human. Raise your mind as if you were pushing upward to leave your body. There is no humanness in the next dimension of consciousness. The next dimension only holds the purity of consciousness and the highest potential for the highest possibilities of intelligence. And these possibilities are all sentient possibilities. And these sentient abilities include all of your senses, all empathy, and psychic ability and all the analytical processes of intelligence and absolutely no human information whatsoever. This is why the dimension is considered pure. There is no natural species that holds invented information and there is no invented information in the pure dimension of pure consciousness and the highest potential for the highest possibilities of intelligence. There is only the intelligence of sentience, which is not human at all. There is no human identity or human opinion, human judgment or human information in sentience. The pure alpha mind may experience the higher dimension and then interpret the sentient experience, utilizing the human language that the human identity invented. But the experience is not human and the information is not human. It is only being translated into human language. The human identity and human language are a part of human information and the invention of everything human came from the imagination of this species that calls itself human. Why do you think you are something you are not? This is the question I hear, that God would ask you, utilizing your own invented language. Why do you believe you are something you are not? Why do you choose your own way when your way is outside? Don't you know that only what is inside is what is natural? When you are outside, you are outside what is natural. Look at all I have made. It is all natural. It is all naturally alive. Why do you choose to be unnatural? Why do you choose to invent the unnatural? What happened to you to make you this way? If I did not do this, and I am your creator, so you must have made yourself unnatural. You are the only one that can be responsible for your unnatural thinking and behavior. Why do you do this to yourselves? The voice I hear is soft and gentle. It is also masculine. And I recognize the voice as Jesus Christ For Jesus Christ often speaks for God. He repeats the question, Why do you do this to yourselves? And another voice answers, Because it is all we know. Jesus often plays the devil's advocate. He drifts between God's mind and the human mind because he studies both minds and he knows both minds. Why is it all you know? Why is unnatural thinking all you know? I have explained natural thinking to you. You were born natural. It is natural for you to utilize natural thinking. Yet you forsake the natural for your own invention. If you would only engage your natural minds, your natural minds would lead you back to your natural heritage. You would no longer be unbalanced due to unnatural thinking. You would know the wholeness, stability, and balance of natural thinking. We prefer to be unbalanced it is all we know. Jesus responds as man and then he tells me there is no hope for the mind that lays its own trap and is happy to stay in the trap. Its fate is its own. It is at the mercy of the peril it invents. I often speak of the first dimension that I have experienced even as a child. I use many descriptive terms to bring this dimension to others But one thing I have neglected to say is this dimension is alive. It is a living intelligent dimension with no form or shape to it. It is open consciousness, full of the highest potential of all life, and it radiates potential at its highest. And when my senses encounter this radiance, my senses are infused with peace, stability, contentment, calmness, security, tranquility, serenity, hope, and miraculous potential. My senses are inspired, uplifted, emancipated, and liberated from all lower states, including the lower condition of mortality. I am no longer human. I am one with the field. I do not exist in matter anymore. I am in perfect unison with the perfect intelligence of the Creator. At the same time, I still have awareness of my lower perception. I know I am not this perfect intelligence. I am aware of all my human information, and I know I am mortal. But I am now ignited with a flame that is divine and holy because of its purity. And I know I do not want to be the sum of the lower. I want to leave the lower. I want to ascend, to join with the higher immaculate intelligence that envelops me in its ethereal fold. I am filled with hope, and this feels like amazing things are going to happen, wonderful things. The experience is exquisite, and it is completely absent of any weight or any mortal presence or human information. Even I do not have a mortal presence. I only carry the memory of the human presence, and this resides somewhere below where I am. The glorious experience of God comes over me, and it's truly like being called to God, for there is nothing so perfect or sublime. There is nothing so miraculously powerful as this experience that lifts the soul out of the shell of its containment and engages it so perfectly and delicately in the divinity of heaven. And yet, not one human word is spoken. It is all perfect, sensual communication. And when I find I am back on earth in my flesh form, I am still also there in a higher place, and I am left feeling loved. But this is no mortal love. This is not unstable or tentative based on a return. There is no uncertainty, no insecurity. This is fulfillment and wholeness. This is completeness. Mother explains it like this. When you speak of God's love, you speak of love that is empty of human interpretation and human attachment. This is a pure, intelligent, sentient love. Rather than an emotional attachment, which is how humans understand it, the love of the highest is a state of being that is constantly giving protection, stability, security, warmth, care, concern, compassion, mercy, and tenderness to the source it defines as being love and needing love. The love radiating from the highest intelligence of creation is impeccable and impermeable. There is no natural organic sensation equal to this, and there is no human emotional attachment equal to this either, for all of human emotional attachments are needy and clinging. They are tenuous, jealous, envious, spiteful, and proud. They are full of insecurities While the love that radiates from the highest intelligence is not emotional or clingy, it is not tenuous, jealous, or envious, it is not spiteful or proud, and it is not insecure. Man's love is born of the corruption of his perception and his point of view, and this corruption occurred because of his belief in his false identity. Where all of nature perceives through their natural senses, and only through their natural senses, so they perceive through natural intelligence. Man perceives through the opinions and judgments of his invented human identity. This is not the same thing at all. There is no other natural life form that invents an identity, nor is there any other natural life form that invents information. Only the human species invents its identity and its information. The corporal body of the human life form is a natural life form, but the human mind is not natural. There is no other natural life-form with a human mind. All have a natural mind and the natural mind is full of the natural intelligence of sentience and the higher alpha intelligence that guides it. There is no invented identity nor is there invented information. All other natural life-forms and natural minds are pure. They contain nothing that is outside of nature. The natural body of the human being is a natural, intelligent, organic body with an alpha mind. But the human mind holds only invented human information and an invented human identity that did not come from nature. The identity that calls itself human made up all of its information, including its ideas of love, hate, right and wrong. There is no natural thinking or natural alignment to natural behavior in the human mind, for the natural flesh body was invaded by unnatural information that follows an unnatural course. It seems to me that human information is at the root of every human problem. Most of the difficulties in human relationships stem from human relationship programming, including the relationship the human identity has with itself. While it is true most human identities are self-focused and self-absorbed in their own interests, they are also unable to face themselves. Their entire existence is one of imbalance and contradiction. They do not know themselves, and they do not face themselves. They imagine things about themselves, and they believe what they imagine. And when they fail the test that proves they are not what they imagine... They hide until they come up with a new fantasy about themselves, and they do this about everyone else. If they dislike someone, they embellish the feeling with a fantasy of why, and they make up all sorts of convoluted ideas that have no basis in fact, yet their convoluted ideas feed their lusts for violence, hate, and revenge, the feelings they love to feel. If they love someone, they embellish the feeling of love with a fantasy of why they love, and they even imagine the one they love, loves them, and they fantasize about how the one they love, loves them. They don't want to think deeply to unravel their convoluted ideas, but they enjoy sinking into deeper and deeper levels of delusion. They are a contradiction unto themselves, and this is due to the fact that their minds are unstable because they hold no balanced intelligence and this makes me wonder there are many noted scientists and physicists astronomers and astronauts that have died how do they respond to the discovery that their minds survived Jesus replies they cannot reconcile it some laugh and some search for formulas Einstein sought a formula for the mind but it is beyond human comprehension All human knowledge is flesh knowledge, and the disembodied mind is not made of flesh. Neither is the disembodied human identity. They are sharp enough to put two and two together. They realize they have left the corporal Earth. They realize the flesh corpse is on Earth. But they cannot reconcile the fact they still live. The mind still functions. There is no spirit formula, nor is there a formula for intelligence. All human data, human formulas, and sums all pertain to physical elements, molecules, cells, atoms, and particles, liquids, solids, and gas. Their mathematics pertains to quantities of physical substances and physical distances. They need to draw a line between two points, and then they need to walk that line from one end point to the other in order to know the points and the line exist their measurement of sound waves of the velocity of light of heat waves these things are recorded by physical instruments there are no physical instruments here in the afterworld. there are no physical cells atoms molecules or particles there are no heat waves and there is no measurable velocity to light nor is there any measure of distance time or sound yet all things exist because all experiences of all things are recorded in the human mind, because intelligence does the recording and intelligence plays back the recording. You cannot package intelligence and send it COD to the corporal world to prove intelligence exists. There is no mail service. You can speak telepathically through thought, and if someone is open to receive you, they can hear you but there is no physical proof that anyone spoke to you. There is only your story of your experience, and a man does not believe any stories but the story he invents for himself. And yet, look at all of the entertainment he watches. This is all fantasy, and yet, he imagines himself in fantasy. There is no consistency in his thoughts or his beliefs. He is as flighty as the wind, and his thinking is just as unbalanced and unpredictable, and this is all due to his unbalanced mind. The human identity follows along as the mind changes its opinions throughout the day, and the identity holds no intelligence to know the mind is fickle and erratic. It accepts fickle and erratic as normal. Man chases his own delusions with a carnivorous appetite to devour the manifest possibilities, and he kills to defend his delusions, while he denies the ideas of others. Each human mind is its own prison of self. The self is the human identity, the prison warden is the human identity, the judge that sentenced it to prison is the human identity, and the judge that sentences all life to death, imprisonment and suffering is the human identity. The human identity is sick, twisted, demented and out of control, It is beyond reason and rational thinking it defies logic it rejects comprehensive thinking and discernment it is merely a disease itself running out of control destroying the mind that invented it while waging destruction in the physical world in order to hold realization there must be intelligence intelligent comprehension leads to intelligent realization and then When the mind comprehends it survived death, it is amazed and astounded. The IT is the identity within the mind, and the identity is thrilled it survived. It wants to make amends. It wants to improve. It wants to be the best mind it can be. This is intelligence. The identity that chooses intelligence rejects mortality because there is no intelligence in human mortality. Humans do not permit it. Humans promote stupidity and ignorance under the guise of their own brand of intelligence. But it is all convoluted, corrupt thinking, and all toxic human activity proves this. All human wars prove this. All human poverty proves this. And all of man's death industries prove this there is no convoluted thinking here in the plane of pure intelligence all thinking is clear sharp peaceful orderly and stable it is serene placid calm and tranquil it is balanced and steady we see the truth we know the truth and we are at peace with the truth mortals are at war with the truth they are at war with everything that is outside Their unbalanced delusional thinking and as intelligence is not unbalanced or delusional so humans keep intelligence outside their delusions they ostracize intelligence as if it were an enemy they do not include intelligence in their ideas or their plans this is why their results are not intelligent everything they sell is poison everything they promote is poison Everything they invent is poison. How could such minds reconcile their own lives after death? They cannot. Their recorded delusions are the only worlds they can live in. The truth is too disturbing for them. They cannot reconcile it. They do not have the intelligence to comprehend it. I reply, I just find it astounding that noted human scientists are the same. Jesus says, physical evidence there isn't one that did not rely on physical evidence without physical proof the unintelligent mortal identity cannot accept intelligence even though intelligence created everything mortal intelligence is not physical so intelligence is rejected I say but delusions are not physical either and they believe their delusions Jesus corrects me the unbalanced mind Believes delusions because the unbalanced mind is unbalanced. When an unbalanced mind sees a delusion, it believes it is real. When an unbalanced mind has an unbalanced thought or opinion based on a delusion, the unbalanced mind believes that deluded opinion and thought to be the truth. I say, I can't put my mind on that. It's too unbalanced. Jesus replies, You found your way out of the pit, now you will never go back. I ask, what about religious minds? What is their experience? Jesus replies, we provide a religious simulation to suit their imagined beliefs, but they are not interested in commitment or service, so they choose the deep sleep. Clergy do not engage our thoughts, nor do they pursue deities. The older they are, the more convicted they are that no such deities exist. Some are amazed they live after death. Some are shocked. No one pursues the religious icons they claimed to serve on earth. Each has his or her own private beliefs which amount to their own fantasies. Religion and superstitions go hand in hand. They fear the truth of their conjuring, so when they die, they do not want to face the consequences of their beliefs. It's ridiculous, isn't it? The mind is natural, and they are terrified of it. Yet their entire lives are ruled by their thoughts. All of their thoughts come from their mind, and all of their lives they followed their thoughts, believing in their thoughts, killing to defend their thoughts, killing those who oppose their thoughts, and yet they do not face their thoughts. And at the end of their lives when they find out they are their own thought of themselves, it terrifies them and they cannot reconcile it. They want to sleep and forget their own existence. I reply, it's a darkly humorous irony. Jesus says, it's an impure quality mind. If they would just choose quality thinking over self-serving delusional thinking, there would be no terrifying mental conundrums for them to face. You don't feel the way they do. I explain, I have an experience that transcended my intelligence so I now grasp the afterlife as the astral world of consciousness. I understand intelligence isn't physical, so it is perfectly logical that intelligence cannot die, and as the mind is not made of matter, it is logical that the mind would also not die. As thoughts have no matter base, it is logical thoughts do not die. I understand the science of intelligence as the science of impulse energy waves, The intelligence lives inside the energy wave's impulse because the impulse of the energy is the mind of the energy. My experience of disembodied thinking was intellectually pure, absent of illusion and delusion or fantasy. My experience was aligned to perfect, sequitur intelligence, so I understand the height of the afterlife as pure intelligence. Jesus tells me, You are an ascended master and a master of transcendence. You conduct yourself as an astral researcher and scientist. This is why you teach. This is why you are needed to teach. I ask, Why is man so quick to invent ideas and pass these things off as knowledge, yet he is not quick to pursue the one thing that would balance his thinking? He does not pursue intelligence. Jesus replies, Man has never worked for anything unless it involved physical labor. He does not use his mind. He uses his muscles. When it comes to thinking, he invents all of his thoughts and all of his information. And he establishes an industry of education to teach his ideas to others. And he issues paper degrees in his ideas. And people believe they are now intelligent because they hold these paper degrees. But intelligence is not invented information intelligence is living consciousness that pervades all universes it was here before man and it will be here after man it is not invented it is an original life source it is the creator of life and the only source of conscious intelligent life all inventions are artificial and synthetic they are unnatural All intelligent creations are natural. These are the truths of consciousness and of intelligence. But these truths do not serve man or his ego. So he prefers to invent his own definitions that serve his delusions of his importance to himself. And when the day comes that his body dies and he is standing next to it, still conscious and still awake, he will either laugh or he will be terrified. But in any case, He will not be able to change the truth. All things are known in death because all mental things are released through corporal death. The mind is not made of flesh. It is made of conscious intelligence. The conscious, intelligent truth lives on for those with intelligence to access it. Thank you for sharing the truth with us, Jesus. And thank you, Mother, for sharing the science of consciousness. I hear Mother reply, Thank you for asking me. We will be continuing our discussion on the science of consciousness in our next episode of Channeling Christ. I'm Reva Christ. May peace be with you. And thank you for listening.